0: This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Welcome to Wizarding World Lorecast, where we're going to take a deep dive into the world and lore of the Harry Potter universe, such as the creatures, the people, and yes, even the magic. Welcome, witches and wizards, to another episode of the Wizarding World Lorecast. I am one of your hosts, Ben of Tamaria, followed by my two co-hosts, Courier7 and Nina Kitty. How are you guys doing today? Doing pretty great. Doing pretty good. Awesome. Yeah. So, last week we finished up Quidditch. This week, we are going to dive into another character deep dive with, we've done three character deep dives now we've done Merlin Godric Gryffindor and Rorino Ravenclaw I had to to think about it, which one did we do Um, we're doing the third uh, one of the other founders of Hogwarts, which is Helga Hufflepuff so if you are a Hufflepuff, this is the episode because you get to learn more about your founder, which is as much as we know from the games and what we get from the books (laughs) Mm -hmm. which obviously the founders all the founders have like between Godric and salazar they have the most information most lore due to you know being the two major houses that we have in the films and then rorena and helga are kind of left in the dust kind of a way they're there a
1: little
0: bit yeah But
1: they're like the major contenders of the whole thing, especially since it's like the two biggest rivals, I think.
0: Right, yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. And how, yeah, two biggest rivals, and how Salazar despised Godric with a burning passion. Um, and you know, created an entire chamber with a giant monster in it that would kill any unpure student, which is lovely. But anyway, uh, I I digress. (laughs) So, Hauka Hufflepuff was a Welsh witch and was one of the four founders of Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. While the other founders chose to have special students, she accepted them all without uh, preference, although she did want them to be loyal and hardworking. Helga's portrait remained at Hogwarts by at least the 1980s. So, compared to the two others that we've done, we have Cadric, who he didn't really care if you were Muggle-born or not, but he just wants courageous mm-hmm. heart. Rarina, she preferred pure, but she didn't care either because she just wanted knowledge and intelligence. Helga's mm-hmm. the same way. She didn't care. She didn't care who you are. She didn't care about your background. She just wanted to be loyal to her house. That's it. That's all we want. And we'll eventually dive into the fourth and final founder, which... It's going to be an interesting episode because we're just probably all going to hate on him in the entire episode because <laughs> he's a jerk. Uh, anyway, and he looks like one. If you ever get his, um, if you ever get Salazar's uh, chocolate frog card, he looks uh the di- diabolical and evil. So, just saying, I. I Oh, no, you know what? It was at my last workplace, and I forgot to pick them up when I left three months ago. Uh, Oh, well, anyway. So, we're going to get into Helga's biography. So, her early life, Helga was born in the 10th century and came from the broad valleys of the Wales. She was either born or married into the Hufflepuff family. Helga's greatest friend was Rina Ravenclaw from the Scottish Glen's.
1: And gal the, pals,
0: And that's all we know about her early life. <laughs> but yes, um, that is, shows the, so Godric and Salazar had a rivalry where Helga and Rowena had a long-lasting friendship. Mm-hmm. So, it, it's a good dynamic between the four. Um, kind of with the whole, I don't know about the whole Salazar thing, but it's a good dynamic regardless because they created a school. Indeed, yes. So, now we get to the part where, of her Hogwarts founding. So, united by the common goal of creating the world's best magic school, Helga Hufflepuff and her good friends Runa Ravenclaw, Godra Gryffindor, and Salazar Slytherin built Hogwarts Castle together and established Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry sometime around 993. She brought people from different backgrounds together to help the building of the school. So, even at the get-go, Helga was all about inclusion of everyone regardless of your background or who you were like hey we need help will you help us because we need it we'll pay you yes <laughs> kind we of need the
1: resources
0: <laughs> yeah so while the other founders took students based on either ambition, bravery, or intelligence, Helga took the loyal, hardworking, patient, and tolerant and treated them all equally. She had a gift for food-related charms, and her recipes were still used as the basis for many Hogwarts feasts. She arranged for the elves' contingent to work in the kitchens, giving them somewhere safe to work where they would be not mistreated or abused. And this obviously comes now back to modern day to where so if you we don't get this in the films and it's it's kind of sad that we don't but it's also kind of like okay like in the book it's very like come on hermione stop so in the <laughs> books hermione goes all on a freaking campaign once she found finds out that the kitchen the all the food and hogwarts are served by and created by uh house elves she goes ballistic, and it's kind of hysterical because she goes off saying, "Oh, the like." So she's coming from a Muggle perspective of slavery. Mm-hmm. So she 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 doesn't like the whole slavery thing. And by the time it's like during Harry Ron, Hermione's time, it's night. It's the 1990s. Saliv- slavery has been abolished for 50 to 60 years, mm-hmm. depending on where you're at in the country, or. I mean, at least here in the U.S., it's been abolished for at least fifty to sixty years. I don't know how what it is in the U.K. I don't know U.K. history, so that's just me. But she goes ballistics and like, oh, well, we need to free the house elves. We need to do this, and then, but because of what Hulk has done for house elves and what she made for them for at Hogwarts, it is the f- literal. Best place for a house elf to be. They are not mistreated. They do what they like to do and have a place to live and not like, you know, in fear of their master.
1: Mm-hmm. Granted, I think they also get time off in some sort. Uh, like, in some something. sort of way,
0: they do. It just depends yeah. on the house elf and what they want. Like, so mm-hmm. when we get to, I think it's either, I want to say it's Half Blood Prince. I think I, right. think I want to say it's Half-Blood Prince it's, or not half Prince. I think it's well, it's either Order of the Phoenix or half Prince. One of the two. I can't remember the top of my head, but Dobby comes into the school and starts working there. But he since he was already a free house elf, Dumbledore literally pays him literally a mm-hmm. one galleon a week. That's all he wanted. That's all he wanted. A galleon a week. But like he, he wears like a bunch of socks, like over socks and socks, and because that's what he loves to loves to wear because so carry freedom with socks. Yeah. And he wears like uh, Hermione knitted a bunch of hats and placed them all around uh the Gryffindor mm-hmm. common room, hoping that the house elves would pick them up and then they would be free. Um they don't. Because all the house elves avoided the Gryffindor common room completely because of that, and the only one that cleaned the entire Gryffindor. Gryffindor common room was Dobby, and he took all the hats yeah. and started wearing all the hats on top of one of another. <laughs> and then yeah. um, there was another. No, it was it was not. It was Goblet of Fire. That's the book, and I, I remember now. It does Goblet of Fire. I restate all that. This happens in Goblet of Fire because. Um, What's his name? Um, Oh, who is... um, Who is the guy who who is pretending to be Moody? I cannot remember his name. Someone please help me. Oh,
1: not Finch. It was the... Yeah, it's Finch's son.
0: Yeah, so Finch's house elf was... So go back to the Quidditch World Cup uh his house elf was founded with harry's wand that used to uh create the dark mark and then he freed her as punishment because she and she went ballistic she went she basically went insane and so she started working at hogwarts and it was uh you find out in that book a house elf will get drunk off of Butterbeer after maybe a quarter of the bottle.
1: Also, I retract. <laughs> it was crouch. crouch. It's Barty Crouch. 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 Finch right. so is that. So, Barty Crouch. Yeah, okay. Crouch. Not I'm sorry. Yeah, Crouch.
0: Okay. It's hard to th- remember a lot of things on memory, okay? <laughs> a lot of names. But um, So, yeah. I mean, house elves are treated rightfully respected in hogwarts now they were only working the kitchens and they would leave the kitchens at night when everyone goes to bed because they clean the the, the entire castle and then when students get up and then all that you will never see a house elf mm-hmm. now go and play hogwarts legacy you start exploring at night you will see house elves out cleaning and the corridors and all that and you can go mm-hmm. to the kitchens and see them and how you get into the kitchens is exactly how it is in the books you have to tickle the pear.
1: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> it's exactly <laughs> how it is in the books because that's how fred and george gets in the kitchen yeah. but anyway back to helga so uh after a time in which the school enjoyed a great prosperity, Helga's fellow founder, Salazar Silarin, proposed a conventional, or controversial action in which muggle-born students should not be admitted to Hogwarts based on their heritage. Hufflepuff and the rest of the founders refused this, however, however and the problem escalated to such degrees that Salazar ultimately left the school permanently. So. Yeah. Um we all know what happens after that because we have a whole entire book and film based on it. Yeah. yeah oh. Not good.
1: Given that information.
0: So, uh, now we have some postmortem. So this is after her death. Uh, so a relic of Hufflepuff, a small golden cup had been passed down from her distant, from her to her distant descendants. Uh, happa Hepaziba smith. i think that's how you pronounce her name uh smith said the cup should have some magical powers many of which had not been tested
1: mm-hmm.
0: so this is hufflepuff's cup which if anybody recognizes is in the books and is in the films and deathly hollows and the cup mm-hmm. was stolen from smith by tom riddle a distant descendant of hugger's former friend salazar S- slytherin Riddle corrupted and befouled Hufflepuff's legacy by turning it into a horcrux. However, the cup was destroyed by Hermione Granger with a basilisk fane in the Chamber of Secrets during the Battle of Hogwarts on May 2nd, 1998.
1: Mm -hmm. And the golden cup was like a small, or not really a small gauntlet, but had like two handles and then it had uh, badgers on it. Yes. So it's just a golden
0: It was just like, it was a gauntlet, kind of. a, A small half goblet kind of looking thing
1: yeah short um, and stout kind of like a yeah. maker.
0: yes but not yes. big gold <laughs> oh yeah. that too how, how, yeah. so <laughs> once we get to her uh, description we'll go in a little more of that but um, at this point we're going to take a quick mid break and we'll be right back wow <sighs> Alright, now we're in the mid-break of the show, where we talk about everything with the podcast that has nothing to do with the lore of the Wizarding World. And I just want to remind everyone, we do have a Patreon at patreon.com slash Wizarding World Lorecast, where you can join to where you can get ad-free episodes, or even join us once a month at the end of every month on the show. Uh, Your topic of choice, where we can talk about Hogwarts Legacy, we can talk about theories, we can talk about anything with the show. And then uh, we do, if you also want to support us, you can join, Uh, you can rate and review the show on Apple and Spotify. Uh, on Apple, you can leave a five-star review and some words, and we'll read it out loud next time on the show. And on Spotify, you can actually leave a comment on any of the episodes and tell us what you like, what you don't like, what we, what you want to hear next, or anything like that, and... We'll read that out loud on the next time on the show as well. And I am checking to see if we have any ones currently. Yes, we do. We have a new one on our Godric Gryffindor uh, from Luke Hogan. It was from 23 days ago. Love this episode. You guys are great. I'm a big fan of the Wizarding World lore cast and Robots Radio. Well, we Thank appreciate yeah you. Ya. And, um, also want to thank everybody for listening because we actually hit over 10,000 downloads and this show hasn't even been out for a year yet. Our one one year mark will be in September, which is funny enough because September is the month of Return to Hogwarts, which is hilarious, which I (laughs) I, I think I did that purposely. I couldn't remember if I did or not. Sometime in September. Um... And yeah, we hit over a thousand, da- over ten thousand downloads in less than a year, which yes. is actually better than what my Holocron Histories did. We hit oh. ten, we did, we hit <laughs> ten thousand downloads a month before one year, or around our router one year mark, we hit ten thousand. Yeah. downloads. So wow, super excited about that. Um, yes, and awesome news as well. Uh, I am also so. With that, I am a host of the show. I'm a host of Holocron Histories, but I'm also adding a third show. Uh, we I am going to be hosting the Final Fantasy lore cast with my co-hosts Trey and Steven. We are going to have a deep dive into the lore of the Final Fantasy series. So if you want if you play those games and you don't know a lot of the lore, or if you want to learn more of the lore of the games that you haven't played. Come check us out. We will be start uh, posting. Hopefully we'll start posting episodes here in the next couple weeks. Um, And if you want to like chat us up before we even start. Tell us like what we could go over or what this show could this show could go over. uh, Join us on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net. Tell where you had channels for this show, my Holocron histories, and the new added Final Fantasy lore cast. So super, super excited for all that and uh if you like final fantasy please please go to that discord because i've been playing a lot of final fantasy 14 on ps4 or my ps5 on playstation if you want to add c- jump on there and if we're on the same world let us make a free company let's make a let's start a final fantasy lore cast guild
1: <laughs> i
0: want to <laughs> so yeah so other than that um is there anything you guys want to add in the mid break
1: I just want to say thank you everyone For the 10,000 downloads in a year I know I joined about halfway through this season So far but I'm really happy To be a part of it and thank you It's quite the honor To be able to talk about Harry Potter and have everybody Listen to us talk about it and make All the weird jokes Yes, <laughs> It's been a lot of fun
0: <laughs> Alright well uh, with that We are going to get back into the show All right. Now that we're back, we have Helga's physical description, which is
1: mm-hmm.
0: the joke I made before the break. Uh, Helga <laughs> was a round, plump woman with brown hair and blue eyes. She was spotted with a wide smile. Helga usually wore a brown and yellow dress.
1: I mean, the yellow could kind of go with the gold of the goblet, if we're going to do a there.
0: But the the, the goblet's yeah. not plump enough.
1: <laughs> and it doesn't have a <laughs> wide smile. I mean, no. unless you're going to now get the room for it. Now, but the, anyway.
0: I don't know how about you guys feel about this, but does this not also describe Professor Sprout? Not except yes. for being yellow. She's always dressing green. <laughs> but Is it green? Oh, I thought it was all brown and
1: green, wasn't it? it yeah, brown, brown and yellow. green?
0: Because yeah. she was herbology, but she was also <laughs> head of Hufflepuff. She was. Which is like she hmm, she did, I wonder yes. if she there was the any connections about this.
1: Like a distant
0: relative. I doubt that, but like just like I the analogy <laughs> between like, oh, we'll just use like some of the stuff that from the actress who played Professor Sprout for Helga Hufflepuff. There we go. It was good
1: good choice in cast.
0: And if no one's watched, um, so there is a Graham Norton interview, like he, he does it's a uk talk show um and he gets actors from wherever um but uk american actors primarily and he got dana radcliffe who had played harry potter and the actress who played uh professor sprout on the same time and it was hysterical mm. um because mm. if you don't know so professor sprouts only two films She's in all the books, but she's only in two films. She's in Chamber of Secrets, which is the first film she's in, and then she's in Deathly Hollows, part two. That's it. That's all she's in. And what's really funny is the actress would like Daniel Rad- Daniel was backstage and heard her cuss, and he's like, What the heck? I've never like and he's known her since he was a kid. And Mm -hmm. then, like, they were on the show. He's like, I just found out there was a swear jar on set. Like, I didn't know that was a thing. (laughs) This is during Chamber of Secrets. It's like, there was, and she's like, Oh, yeah, I, I, I want to cuss in front of you. No, 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 no. It's like, I don't know about the other kids, but I would never in in front of you. And it's like, and Graham's (laughs) like, Oh, yeah, because he's the lead. You probably shouldn't do that in front of the lead. (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) Oh, God. It's it's just hysterical. And, it's it's fun. Just just go watch that interview. It's it's really funny because all the the Harry Potter cast still take their roles so dear to their heart to this day. Now, granted, it Daniel uh, Daniel Rupert Grant and like Emma Watson are like iffy on it because they are the front and center of everything, mm-hmm. and they got a brunt. And Daniel and Emma's still acted after the fact of Harry Potter. Rupert did like B-line stuff and then just retired from acting, which I don't blame him. Um, But all the actors take their roles seriously. Even, I mean, Tom Felton wrote a book about his time on set throughout the entire films, every single film, and after the fact. And he still promotes everything Harry Potter to this day. And he's not even a lead. He was not even a lead character. No, he's <laughs> one of the main characters, but he wasn't the lead really. character. And then the same goes for um the guy who pl- uh portrayed and acted as um, Neville he's still He still promotes stuff for Harry Potter. It's, it's just insane.
1: They, they just love the franchise and love what they created.
0: But, um, back to Helga, so we have her personality and traits, so Helga was favored loyalty, honesty, fair play, and hard work, but was known to accept and student regardless of whether or not they possess these traits. Members of her house usually display at least one of these traits in various degrees, however, given that all her portraits show her as a wide smile, it... Can't be inferred that Helga was a very jolly woman, her affinity for food, related charms, and plump shape might also indicate that she had a large appetite. I mean, if she cooks good, I will eat whatever. But good
1: food brings good vibes. I don't care who you are. If you're eating good good, food gives big smiles,
0: so her smile might (laughs) be- Every time.
1: (laughs) Every time.
0: And then Helga was renowned for her compassionate nature and charming ways. She took to the house elves, took in the house elves to work in Hogwarts kitchen, where they could work in peace and safety. This was considered to be the best option for the time for house elves. When the other founders were careful in selection of students, Hufflepuff took those who do not fit the standards of the other houses, which makes a lot of sense. I mean, I I can totally see that being. The way how her the Hufflepuff, the Hufflepuff house was portrayed was basically took in everyone else that didn't fit the other th- main three or other three. I say and, this
1: with very with love and compassion. It was kind of like the catch all of the houses. Like, yes, whoever didn't fit, they would go into Hufflepuff. It's like the catch all, just so everybody could have a place.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then she was also known. She was also a woman of tolerance, willing to accept muggle-born students and disagreed with Slytherin's pure blood exclusiveness, as well as bringing together people of varying backgrounds to construct the school and assuring a decent work environment for house elves, who were generally treated with indifference, if not outright cruelty by most wizards. Which we see Mm -hmm. in the books and films, that is absolutely correct. And why even Dumbledore has stated, like, this is the best place for house elves because they are treated how they should be treated and at peace. And that's why none of the house elves I want am, to leave.
1: <laughs> right, I am curious, though. Yeah. I know um, in the first book, Hermione was talking about um, Hogwarts history a lot. Like she read the book wonder if it was ever mentioned in there about the house house elves or she didn't quite put piece together See, what it meant for a house elf until she saw it in an outside perspective. It made me curious why it would take her so many books to decide to take her
0: four years to figure or three and a half yeah, years to, put, to figure out all that. So yeah. I wonder um, if it's even mentioned know. in
1: there or
0: personally, I mean, so we don't know what's covered in Hogwarts of history. Personally, mm-hmm. I don't think so, because a lot of people didn't, like, nobody, even people who graduated Hogwarts didn't know, unless you went to the kitchens yourself, didn't know that house elves prepared for the food. It was, like, mm-hmm. that kept, like, they were kept out of sight, so specifically. It was like a safe
1: sanctuary, almost, for them, and they yeah. even kept it out of the books. Okay, I, I, I can get behind that.
0: And, and that's like why, that. like, she freaked out, like such an outrageous way and got a bit of fire because like all that info she didn't have that info and it was like oh my she she felt disgusted but like even ron specifically is like this is the best place like mm-hmm. you can't deny that Sorry. like go look at malfoys look at what they did to dobby no <laughs> Like, this totally. is the best place. And, like, and I th- I think that's why it was kept out of the books because they wanted to have, like, a sanctuary for house elves so no one would target them and know where mm-hmm. they were. And if they had a prejudice against house elves, what most, like, pure blood, most, not all, but, like, a good portion of the wizards had against house elves.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's just my yeah. opinion, anyway. I, I don't know. I couldn't tell anyone. Um, about any of that that that's just what i know that's what just what my opinion is so Mm -hmm. so now we have her magical abilities and skills so hufflepuff was described as being one of the four greatest witches and wizards of her age which makes sense because she was one of the four founding members um she was proficient in charms so helga was highly talented in food related charms hmm and many of her recipes are still used in Hogwarts today. Testifying, the her- testifying to her unique talent as a magical cook, with the help of the abilities of, sh- of her fellow founders, she bewitched the sorting hat into a sentient magical artifact with personality to order the sort students well after her- uh, their lifetime. Furthermore, Hoga had a- was capable of perf- conjuring a non comporeal Patronus, which was highly advanced piece of magic which was the mark of superior magical skill so she had enough of magical skill to make an inanimate object into a sentient living being well not living but a sentient being with a mind like yeah her cup's gotta oh. have some sort of magic to it that's <laughs> yeah that's insane Mm -hmm. and then uh she also has the skill of magical manufacturing helga created a cup with special magical powers which was eventually passed down to her descendant hepa smith Uh, i think that's how you i don't know if that's how you say her name but uh now we have her possessions so obviously she had a wand uh, Hufflepuff owned a wand made of an unknown wood length core and flexibility obviously because we don't know any of the founders uh, wand types or cores or anything because their ones probably are long gone yeah. and it was like thousands of years ago and then we have Hufflepuff's Hufflepuff's cup Hufflepuff owned a cup that was reputed to have special magical powers though these were never revealed it was eventually passed down through Hufflepuff family to Hapazia Smith, and then the cup was stolen by Tom Riddle to mate into one of his horcruxes. So, supposedly the cup had magical abilities, nobody even over a thousand years figured out what those magic abilities were. Yeah,
1: I'd have nothing on that well, one. You think she would? You think it would have something to do with maybe the food?
0: I would. Some, I or would like do something like
1: a refilling goblet. Yeah,
0: that's what I would think. Something food related. Yeah. I can't see that cup being anything special, specifically because it was a cup.
1: Mm-hmm. It yeah, had a kind of something. magic ability. I'd want a cup to have that. Like oh,
0: Godric's yeah. like, like Serena had an artifact specifically for increasing one's intelligence. That was mm-hmm. her like tiara slash circuit kind of a thing and then Mm -hmm. Godric Gryffindor had his goblin made sword which once you once it took something in strong it gained that property such as like it stabbed Harry uses to stab the basilisk the basilisk venom was then infused with the blade itself so it had the same properties as a basilisk vein Mm hmm but with Hufflepuff, we don't know because it was a cup and it turned into a Horcrux before the, we even saw it. It's unfortunate. So, granted, Arena's artifact was also turned into a Horcrux, but right, once we saw it, but there was a little more info on it because of her, you know, daughter being a ghost. <laughs> well that was the only mm. way that we knew about that connection because her daughter haunts hogwarts because that's a thing uh so now we have the etymology um so the name helga is from the uh helge from old norse helger meaning holy or blessed their symbol is the badger a large mammal related to the weasels with distinctive white stripes on its head in celtic mythology a badger was a guide the Badger also can symbolize a tendency to be hard-working, strong, and in- tenacious. 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 God, words. Right, so I, already, I, recorded <laughs> another, I recorded another podcast before this one, so my words jumbled up. <laughs> uh, and Hufflepuffs are known for loyal, loyalty and hard work. Helga was born was a name for which was common in Northern Europe and countless such as Norway. It was soon adopted in many Soviet, so, uh, Soviet countries and other Soviet. Is that right? Soviet.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Soviet countries and others which bordered with the North, including Russia, Lat- Lat- Latvia, Denmark, and Belgium. All those in Northern Europe pronounced the e in Helga as. Uh, as Hel- Helga as more with a cross between E and O. So, Hoga. Helga? Uh. And, mm-hmm. like, the French didn't pronounce the H. The sovereign countries adopted the name as Olga. Some countries, including Germany, kept the name as Helga. And Helga then, has
1: to do with how they say things in their accents.
0: Yeah, so. it's, a, it's a dialect yeah. accent. Mm -hmm. That's literally what it's going to come to. Uh, And Hufflepuff could mean huff and puff or uh, blust for blustery? Blustery.
1: Blustery. Uh, Think of Winnie the Pooh and the blustery day.
0: (laughs) I don't don't remember (laughs) that. Uh, Huff also means to breathe. Puff is a medieval term for pastry.
1: Oh, I love that.
0: Which obviously puffs. Oh,
1: like a cream puff! Okay, exactly.
0: Puff. Yes. Mm-hmm. So she breathes food. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's where her magic charms come from. <laughs> it's from her <laughs> family name'sake. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. That's why she's got a big old grin. All the air coming oh, out, yes. on the food. So, yes. Uh.
0: So now we have last but not least behind the scenes. So. Both Hoga and her friend Rena were referred to as males in the Sorting Hats song in early German editions in which the German audiobook of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, read by Rufus Back, this was corrected in later editions of the book. Which, God, I would hope so.
1: Yeah, he's made a few... Oh. I think it was... Um, he, he's made a
0: few... Ton. I mean, he's granted, he's, he's, he's just reading from directly yeah, from right. the book. Not, so it's yeah. not his fault. I'm not saying it's, it's his fault. <laughs> it's the, the translation of the book's fault. hmm
1: Yeah. Because it
0: was all yeah. written correctly in the UK. It's just all oh, the translation versions had issues.
1: Right. And I know translating can be hard, but...
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, for instance, for translation means in the original Polish... Um, book for the Witchers, Dandelion's mm-hmm. name was completely different in Polish, but when it was like when the original name was translated to English, it literally translated to um Yasker? Uh, it it, 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 no, it's, it, it's, it's it's something similar like, it's, to It's, it's Yask it's, con- silent like Yasker yeah. but it meant um Dandelion. yellowish it meant yellowish flower. And mm-hmm. so they just translated his name from what they had in Polish to Dandelion because it was mm-hmm. so much easier for um, U.S. and English readers to get. Because everybody yes. knows, Like all yeah. English readers know. Okay, Dandelion. That makes Unless you listen to yeah, the audio. Out, once you listen to the audiobook, it's Dandelion or Dandelion. It was, it's said both different ways. Dandelion? And it's, I it's, think I like oh, that. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> it's like, no, no. it's Dandelion. <laughs> Like the early books, they say Dane Dillion. It's like, no, it's literally dandelion how could you get
1: that wrong yeah that's fun just pr- mispronouncing when i found out that about the name recently about jasker's name because when i first watched the show i'm like why did they change it and then i found that out because that's the like original so polish better. version of his name yeah and i was like and okay I didn't and i own the books you think i would know but no it was just like i was mad at first and then i was like oh i, I prefer dandelion
0: because that's what i've known him as from the books and from mm-hmm. the games and like And then you get to the show, and it's like, Yaskier, and it's like... Hold up. (laughs) Wait, wait, no. No, his name's Dandelion. (laughs) You're wrong. That's not right. But, no, it's right. Mm -hmm. It's just the other version. Yeah. But, so Hugga Hufflepuff was the May 2007 Wizard of the Month on J.K. Rowling's website, one of the four celebrated founders of Hogwarts, Hufflepuff, was particularly famous for her dexterity at food-related charms. Many recipes traditionally served at Hogwarts feasts originated with Hufflepuff. Mm-hmm. And then at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, Helga Hufflepuff speaks in a Welsh accent and her portrait at the Forbidden Journey Ride. This leads further uh, credits to her coming from Wales. So they actually did something correct. At the park. (laughs) Which.
1: You gotta give them one. (laughs) Wizarding
0: World and and the park is done completely from Wizarding World slash Warner Brothers but mainly Wizarding World because they have all controlling rights. They take this stuff so serious and with a freaking T. As much as like what Star Wars Disney or like what Lucasfilm with Star Wars. It's they have to get the the lore correct from the books.
1: Mm -hmm. which
0: I believe if you go and play I don't know I know we can find her portrait in Hogwarts Legacy does she talk though I don't know
1: I did not find her portrait so I'm not sure
0: I don't think she does but I know you can find all four founding founding member portraits in Hogwarts in Hogwarts Legacy but I don't think Mm -hmm. any of them talk Mm -hmm. because that means voice lines and that means paid actors for just, like, a few lines, if
1: not. Uh, yeah.
0: But uh, it is theorized that Zacharias Smith is related to Hapaziba Smith, unless a descendant of Halka Although Smith is obviously a very common last name, both Zacharias and Hapaziba were uncommon names of Hebrew origin. It seems unlikely that the first first names, or a coincidence, should... Zacharias be truly a descendant of Hufflepuff. This would be an odd irony because he lacks the loyalty and fair play that Hufflepuff House commands, uh, uh, despite being in her house. It is possible that Zacharias was the only put in Hufflepuff because he lacked the qualities needed for the other houses and going in by one of the Sorting House's songs. Hufflepuff did take those of Hogwarts, who did not meet the needs of other houses.
1: Yeah. I don't like Zachariah Smith. I don't really he is look a into him so I'm like I he's jerk cyna- he's too cynical and he's a jerk, yes. I, he's one of those. I would say a different word, are...
0: but this is supposed to be a family friendly podcast. So <laughs> yes, he's a complete <laughs> jerk. Yeah. Um he's I don't like his so character cynical. whatsoever. Now no. granted if you only have seen the films, okay. You get a little taste, but he's like, okay, he's just annoying. But then you want, mm-hmm. if you read the books, it's like, oh no, this guy's a complete, like, utter no, just no. Mm-hmm. It yeah. it gets. It, he's like, go read the books. The books have so much more content.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just like one of those people who's cynical and want to question authority with no grounds other than being cynical. And it's unless you have right. a good point, bring up the point. But if you're just gonna be I don't know, mad about the situation, don't be in the situation.
0: Right. Anyway. <laughs> and then, uh, so both her chocolate frog card and the illustration of J.K. Rowling's official site depict her as a plump woman with red hair while Pottermore and the Wizarding World of Harry Potter depict her with brown hair. Hmm. Granted,
1: maybe
0: she dies uh, it. J.K. Rowling's official site doesn't exist anymore. So, oh. there's that. And Wizard World controls all portions of Harry Potter, so (laughs) what they have is what's canon. So, just to let you wear. They control everything. So. Anyway. But yeah, that's what we have on Hulk Hufflepuff. Fun stuff. Um, Now, I like doing this research and going into her character and like learning like, oh, there's a portrait at the Forbidden Forest. Or for the forbidden forest ride at, at wizard world.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now I need to go to Wizard world. I I need to go to Universal so bad because I only went the one time I only went was way like at least a year to 2 years before they did the expansion with Diagon Alley. And that was oh. well before oh. the forbidden forest ride. That's when they had the dragon uh, roller coaster that was there, which they converted into the Forbidden Forest. And you, they actually added a tribute to the actor who played uh Hagrid at the ride. Aww.
1: Oh that's nice.
0: Yeah. And I was like, that that's so <laughs> like yeah, it's like that's so effing sad. Like when when with his passing they like put um flowers at the like the Hagrid like animatronic, they have
1: mm-hmm. like they put
0: flowers under uh, underneath Hagrid and everything, or there was might be like I think they had a R.I.P. or something for the actor um, on the ride. I was like, that's so sad. That's it's so, so it's so good for them to do that, and that's like like that's why I love the fandom. And till July, I think sixteenth or seventeenth, or, I think it's the seventeenth. Death Eaters are in the park right now. So if you're in Florida or listen to Listen Florida, go to Universal. Death Eaters are walking around. That'd be so cool. That's why I really want to go. Because like, they only do a limited time with Death Eaters. Typically, they only come out during Halloween. Yeah. And that's why I really want to go to Universal around Halloween. Specifically just to experience Death Eaters in the park.
1: I feel like any theme park around Halloween are the best times
0: to go, except for Cedar Point. Yeah. I am not going to Cedar Point in the mm-hmm. October. Heck no. Well. <laughs> like I live in Ohio. So, fun fact: I live in Ohio. We have Cedar Point. Cedar Point uh, Fear Fest. Nope, ain't doing that. They go all out. They, they like I love. Okay, so Halloween. Cedar
1: Point if you're really into this poop. Food- go to cedar point if you're really into the spook or universal ben just won't Uni- be there <laughs> universal does
0: a really bad like really good halloween scare fest it's kind of nice. scary but anyway I, like I digress that's that's completely off topic of helga hufflepuff but that's what we have on <laughs> here um is there anything you guys want to add uh to the podcast before we end the this week's episode
1: Mm-mm, Nothing.
0: Alright. Yeah, well I got it. awesome. So yeah, just, you know, listen to us. Go check out my other shows. Definitely check out the Final Fantasy Lord cast once that goes live. I do need to think of a catchphrase for end of that show. Um so <laughs> don't know what I'm yeah, gonna do love- with that yet. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh we'll see you all next week and remember the wand chooses the witch or wizard. Thank you for listening to Wizarding World Lorecast. You can find us on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net You can follow us on Twitter at www.lorecast and you can email us at wizardingworldlorecast@gmail.com.
1: at gmail.com